Turn to someone and welcome to that person. Look straight into the eye of that person. If you don't know his or her name, ask the person's name. He is not called, the name is not called Mr. Yellow or Brother Yellow. So find the real name. I hope you got the name. You got the name. So when I'm preaching, I get to your place, I'll ask you the next person's name. So this is an assignment for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody's now asking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And it's good to be a Christian. I am not ashamed to be called a Christian. I'm happy to be called a Christian and born again, because that gives me great future and great hope in life. Uh, it's great to be back here. I was in Kumasi. Uh, and greetings from Trinity uh, Temple, our church. Uh, we had a very great time there on Friday, and we have another great time with Saint Cyprian, or of a, uh, you know, we had another with an Anglican church. They were more charismatic than the charismatics. <laughs> Hallelujah! Praise God. The, the, the way uh, uh, we're hearing tongues and all this in, in that place. Hey, this thing has gone to this place too. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I saw that the kingdom of God is spreading. And the kingdom of God is on fire for God. Hallelujah. I pray that as an individual, you'll be able to make a little change in every area that you are in. And as we continue to fast and as we continue to pray, as we continue to seek God's power, 
we are not only looking for that power for only 40 days. The 40 days is just to enhance so that we can go a long journey. Hallelujah. So, your holiness is not for 40 days. If some of you, I know you've done very well, you've comported yourself very well, uh, uh, if anybody just even annoying you, you know how to take control over your temper because you know 40 days you need the power. But you're waiting for the 40 days uh, uh, to pass, then you'll just go back and, and retaliate. That is not it. Uh, whatever life you're living within the 40 days, you must continue with, the, with that. Hallelujah. Amen. It is to help you to enhance your spiritual life and to live a better life. Say amen. amen. If this 40 days you never took bribe, after 40 days, don't take it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> don't, don't say, oh, after I finish, I'll go and take all the arrears. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so it's good, and I want you to finish her. Finish. Those who started, finish. I said, when you even... Uh, 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 on the way yesterday still continue and finish oh the greatest person is the person when he's running and he falls and does not lie down but gets up to continue his journey and I respect those people more than those who are running and running and running and never falls but if you fall and you get up and you continue I respect you I know you have determination hallelujah Praise God. But let me tell you, whatever you do in this world, you always fall. Oh, don't pretend. Don't pretend that you won't make a mistake in life. There's always a mistake in life, but you don't stay with the mistake, and you don't cry over the mistake, and let the mistake, let the place be your home. No, pick yourself up again, Sometimes nobody will pick you up. If you don't pick yourself up, sometimes you'll fall down you're like a baby. You're crying, nye, nye, nye. you want somebody to come and lift you up. And you see everybody passes in this world, nobody cares. Yes, everybody cares for himself. So if you lie down, you will lie down, and those who open their eyes will trample upon you. Get up quickly and move on and achieve your goal. Hallelujah. It is. If you are fortunate for somebody to help you up, thank God. If nobody helps you up, help yourself up. Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> so people get offended because people know nobody is in trouble, nobody helped him. Don't get offended. Help yourself. That is what the psalmist said. He knew there was nobody on earth to help him. He said, I will lift up my eyes. Where? Where coming from my help? Because on earth, when you look for help, they won't help you. The time you need help, that's where help doesn't come. The time you don't need help, that's where they bring help. Oh? Oh. If you like, go and stand as an MP. Nadenta. Where you need help, people to help you with finances to run your campaign, you won't get it, but you win and see. That's where you see help. 
They both come over fast. I will get this. Oh, MPA, honorable, get this. Honorable, get this. They know why they're giving it. Hallelujah. When you are in a minor uh, opposition, nobody help, helps you. But when you come to power, you see that's where you have friends. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, everybody, I was telling some politicians, hey, they contracted their friends to both sides. They belong to all the parties. So if you, take, if you screw your mind well, move on and depend on your life, depend on Jesus. Lift your eye onto the Lord because that's where your help comes from. Last week, I, who remembers what I said? You finish the race. What is the race? The race starts with Jesus. The Bible says that in Hebrews, they're looking unto Jesus. The author or the beginning of your race and the finisher of it. He is the beginning and the end, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of what? Our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured what? The cross. Despising what? The shame. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Looking unto him, the altar, and look at how he went through it. You think Jesus didn't fail at some point to stop? I said, you people think that he didn't think at a point. His body also sometimes felt, these people cry that I'm helping, if I was the one. That's how I feel. These people, look at the way I'm helping them. And look, the way they're beating me. What have I done? Is it my sin? My bread. My bread. My bread. My bread. My bread. To fight a war, you'll be defeated. When there's no reason to do something, and just do it for fun, when there are there's any little uh, obstacle, you give up. But when there is a reason, no matter what the situation, you want to get there. Jesus is the one we should look at. The Bible says he's the beginning, he's the author, and the finisher. He is the one that, the example is Peter. When his disciples were overwhelmed with the storm of life, and they didn't know what to do about the storm, they applied all knowledge that they have on this earth to be able to solve the problem. And meanwhile, we all go through like that. We apply every knowledge you have to do certain things. And after doing all, putting all that knowledge, you find out that things not working. 
So they also apply their knowledge. When a storm, storm came not because they sinned, but because they were in the center of the will of God. Sometimes people think when trouble comes upon you, it's because you and Satan have made friends. No. Most of the time, the reason why you're going through all that you're going through is because of what you stand for. If you stand for what is good, you go through persecution. Jesus, sometimes in the middle of the will of God, that is where the storm comes. When you walk in every will of God, there is certainly to be a storm which will come on your way. It's not a highway, easy way, freeway. That, oh, when I get stuck on the accelerator, I'm going, no traffic, nothing, I will arrive there. Because God has said it. The moment God says it, there are also uh, 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 obstacles on the way. So remember God told Israel they were going to a land flowing with what? Milk and what? If it's you, and they told this, you this, and with a very great sign, he performed mighty signs and miracles to bring you out. Open the Red Sea. Pharaoh, he showed many signs before Pharaoh brought you out, opened the Red Sea, gave you food to eat. You didn't farm. There was no farming time. There were, your shoes did not get worn. Your dresses the same for 40 years. Ah! You think the moment you get the land, milk, honey, But when God sent them to go and spy the land, you know what they saw? They saw two different things, side of the whole thing. What they saw, the promise of God. God promised them, and that promise is yea and amen. When the 12 of them went on that land, they actually saw what God said. Because when God says something, it is true and it is there. But by seeing there, instead of fixing their eyes on what God has said, they also looked somewhere and saw giant walled cities, the Anakite, all kind of the ice which God never spoke about them. What God spoke about was the promise and not the obstacles. Most of the time, God never tells you the obstacles. He tells you the promise so that you can move on trusting him that the one who has promised is also faithful to see through that you'll get to that place. But sometimes, these giants, they are always in everybody's life, whether you like it or not. Whatever is of God, have the Anakite, 
have the Jebusites, have walled cities, have, look, the things God has promised you by faith, you have to fight for it. But God never told them they were going to fight. Did God tell them? He never promised, oh, Moses, start training this army. For there are giants there. Train them well so that they'll be able to take the land. He said there is a land. He was giving them all the promise. Oh, so you get there, and everybody was happy. Oh, when they crossed the the, the Red Sea, they were singing, Da yehua di ni manu, betra epono. I received it. They were shaking their listen and making their cassette this year. I said, okay, you shake it, shake it, shake it and dance. And some would dance and roll on the ground. They were dancing and they were dancing, they were dancing, they were dancing. Then, when it was time for them to enter, why? The reason why they were dancing. The same people who were laughing, jumping, and dancing, they started, the Bible said, they cried that night until there was no strength for them to cry again. Nobody beat them. <laughs> but they were crying. The people who were crying never saw the giant. Somebody told them. <laughs> they didn't go to the field there. It is only 10 people that came and told them. There were 12, but it was 10. Who gave those that report? That when we went to the land, and truly, they brought the evidence, the evidence of what God said, the evidence of the word of God, they saw it, that the people carried those things and brought it. And the people saw the evidence that what God has said is true. <laughs> so if we saw this evidence, what should be your reaction? Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with what? Milk and what? And this is what? Eat fruit. What else do you want to hear again? What else do you want to see again? You seen that fruit that you are born again. Christ has come into your life. What else do you want again? But sometimes the people who are reporting the case, the reporters, the journalists, it's not only today. Today that we like, we are, it's not only these days that we need, we, people like to hear bad news or bad news flies. The journalists came, one reported the good news, the others reported Bad news, but normally human beings want to hear bad news. When you open your radio, what you want to hear first is some bad news. So the reason why you open your, you want to listen to the radio or watch the television is whether something bad is happening somewhere. So our mind has been tuned to that, that you don't watch a program because good things have happened. You watch a program because there's an earthquake, people are dead, and you want to see how many people are dead, how many, and they're now recovering, five, 10, 20, so you are unsure to know how many people died. 
forgetting that there might be about 20 million human beings there, and if five dies, you are the, the five becomes a news. And the rest which God rescued don't become a news. Oh? So our mind is being gradually wired to appreciate and to look for bad news. If bad news happen now, you see the social media, the trending becomes very fast than the good news. If a pastor hits somebody, he falls down and dies. Social media will pick it. And it will trend all over the world. Within a day, it will go to every place. If a pastor raised the dead, it will go to only some few believers. <laughs> or <laughs> even the Christians won't pass it to the other. Listen, you want things that are Bad news excites us. So these 12 people came. They were, they, had, they were sent on a mission. When they went on that mission, they saw what was there. They saw it. They cut the thing. They carried it. They brought the evidence to the people. And the people saw it. I expect the people after seeing, even without you even reporting, it should be a day of joy, a day of, uh, a night of rejoicing that, oh, what God told our fathers in Egypt, it is true. We are now going to taste those things. It should be a joy. But no, it didn't become a joy. Let's look at what happened. Nevertheless, you see, there's only a nevertheless. The people who dwell in the land are what? Did they fight with them? They had their perception. You never fought. How did you know that they are strong? This one, you've seen it. You've carried it. It's more evident than the people who are sitting down. The fact that somebody is a, a thick, tall, doesn't mean that he's strong. Because I have beaten a bigger boy before. <laughs> slim macho. We are slim macho like us. I told there was a certain bully that was in the, uh, at school. He was so bully, very thick and tall, he would frighten everybody. Uh, anytime you're coming in the village, uh, our village, uh, our breakfast, uh, they cook it while you're eating something in your pocket. While you're going, you're bringing it. You eat the breakfast on the way to school. And this guy will bully you, let you carry his chair. We used to carry our own chair, the chair you used at class. That's the one your father used to eat. They call it Didipuno. They call it Didipuno. 
Oh, no, no, not my share. I said, both the didipuno and the chair. So, when the father finished eating, you put the chair on top and you carry it. So, for a called dual purpose. <laughs> that is what we call multi purpose. <laughs> While you're on the way coming, this guy will seize, will add his on you. He just have to, he will stand there, woe betide you if you're the first person, you look at you, you make like this, you have to carry it. He never carry his. And he frightened everybody. And I remember one day he asked me to run. And I couldn't run. I said I had a problem with my toe. And the guy said, what he hates is to give you a command and you don't obey. He said, wait for me. After closing, don't move. Sit down. That day, all that was taught in class. <laughs> Didn't go here. I was so frightened. And I was praying that time will not. <laughs> and that day, the time went very fast. <laughs> After closing my heart, the moment the teacher packed his books, I was praying that the teacher would ask me to take his books <laughs> to the house for him. Because we used to carry teachers' books to their home. He gave it to another boy. I said, wow, I'm dead. <laughs> My prayers have not been answered. And the guy was sitting down. He, I was, he, he did like this. He, 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 he made me a son, sit down. And, and I sat down. When the teacher left, I knew my time. <laughs> the day of judgment has come. And after some few, everybody left. He said, I should sit down. I waited. He said, come out. I came out, the huge boy. He said, I asked you to run, and you disobeyed me. Before I could answer, oh, stepped on that. I said, my toe, stepped on it. The thing went through my <laughs> Before I, you know, before I could realize, I reacted. I forgot about his height. I forgot about this thing. I reacted, slapped him, held him, put him down. And gave him sand. We call it Gary. I said, oh, so I have all the strength in me. <laughs> and I didn't realize until this guy brought that strength. And he knew, he saw that I was very strong. 
I give him good beating. And I told him, anytime you see me coming, take my chair. Macho. You remember the next day, if you were the one, how will you feel? I felt very, very. I said, Look, I want the next day to come early so that I will. Shine. You've beaten the giant. The one that put everybody under fear, and you have beaten the person, you want the next day to show that you beat this guy. The following day, sometimes when you are eating, he will ask you to get up. He won't speak to you, he'll come. He makes a sign, he means I get up. <laughs> you have to get up for him to come and take it. I saw him stand down. I said, get up. <laughs> and the guys were, they were surprised. I was able to tell this bully to get up. And he got up. <laughs> and they said, that this guy had juju. No, no, it wasn't juju. The same thing he had. I have a better one. Sometimes don't look at sizes of people. Don't look at even the experiences of people and let them put you under bondage. Look, bring out your best. Maybe your best is an answer to the situation. Israel. Never look at the strength of God. God is your strength. But instead of depending upon the strength of God, they looked at the outward thing, what God promised them. They took their eyes from the promises of God, and when you take your eye from God's promise, what you see is problem. They are all PP, promise and problems. Yes. Either you take your eyes off from the promises of God, when you take your eye from God's promises, you will see devil's promise, uh, 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 problems, the devil's prob- uh, problems. What are you looking at? What are you hearing? So the, the, the reporter said, nevertheless. That word, nevertheless. The people who dwell in the land, are strong. Have you fought them? How did you know they are strong? Sometimes you meet somebody. The fact that somebody can talk fast doesn't mean that he's more intelligent than you. Maybe all your senses, because you have a lot of information, your religion is much more. Sometimes, some people have diarrhea of words, <laughs> but constipation of ideas.
He opened his mouth. Things are random. But there's no ideas. But you have ideas. But maybe constipation of words. You just need to take something small, then the ideas will come out. So don't be afraid. These people gave bad report. Look at the report they gave. Nevertheless, one, the people are what? Strong. Two, the cities are what? And what? What have the cities been large to do with your possessing it? If it's large, then it's good for you. You've got a large city to occupy. Everybody can, if you are few, you can divide the houses. Hey, Kwaku, say, take seven. Oh, you rule here, easy leg on. You, like some of you, won't take Medina. You go and take easy leg on. <laughs> Moreover, what? We saw what? The descendant of what? Anak there. The Amalekite, they are in, you see, when you want any problem, you can get them. In every venture you take, you want to look at the problems, you will get a lot. Hey, in your marriage, if you want to see a problem with your wife, you will see many, 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 many things. If you want to see a problem with your husband, you will see it. If you want to see a problem with your children, you will see every little thing. So, he started talking. Oh, the Amalekah, isn't it? All the Ite, the Hittite, the Jebusite, the Amorite dwell in the mountains. The mountains are there. And the Canaanite dwell by the sea along the bank of the earth. So if you go to the seaside, it's there. If you go to the mountain, they are there. So where are we going to take? You, Moses, you told us. We are going to a land. Honey, milk. Look at what the people are telling us. They are saying the Jebusite, the Amorite, the, all the ice, they are all there. How are we going to take it? Then, I like this man. Caleb. What did he do? He quieted the people before Moses and said, me too, I was there. It's not only you who went there. We went there on a mission. And the mission was that to go and look whether what God said was true. And truly when we went, that is the kind of report we must bring. They asked you to go and do something, you come and give wrong another report. Ah! They asked you, go and look at the place, whether there is a water, when you came, you said, oh, I didn't see crocodile. No, you didn't see crocodile. They asked you to go and look for, for crocodile. They wondered whether there is water or not. They said, you didn't see crocodile. That's not what, they didn't ask you to go and look for crocodiles. They said, go and look for water. Say, look at it. I like it. Let us do what? Go what? At once, sometimes people can derail 
Your faith. Let us do what? Let us go what? When God speaks, don't just hesitate. Act upon it. He said, look, we don't have time to think about the Jebusite and the Je- Amorite and the Anak and the mountains and the sea and all the rest. What we have is we have seen the evidence of it. We are going advance. He's seeing the, the prospect. Those who become rich in life, they are the one that sees prospect. Some see dangers and they never attempt anything. What do you see? Say, let's go quick. Me, there's nothing I see. I see the promised land. I see the honey. I see what we've brought. Say, let's go at once and take possession. For we are what? Tell yourself, I am well able to overcome it. God, when he promised you, when God calls you, when you begin a journey, you are well able to overcome it. I was talking about Jesus Christ. I'll come back to this place. When these people, he sent them, he was the one who sent them. Jesus was the one who sent his disciples. They should go. Then he went to go and pray. He sent them. Then you take the boat and go. And he left to go and pray. Maybe they were, they were asking, how will you cross and come back? Can't they? Hear? But that's not their business. They obeyed. They took, they obeyed, and when they started, it was fine. Sometimes in the middle of your journey, that's where the problems are. You've put your hand into it. Your money is in it. Your everything is in it. If you leave it, you're losing. So you don't know what to do. The storms overwhelm you. You've invested your time, everything in it. Now you are overwhelmed. So the storm rose up. The Jews, you know, you must know that those, most of them were fishermen. They are not like me, the one who is from the bush. Me, I fear the sea. What people, some people they like see you, they sit and they say, we. Some of us, when we sit in a boat, you see ourselves shaking. <laughs> see, a lot of ideas come into our mind. <laughs> that what, what about if this boat sink? What can we do? So those who know how to swim, they don't care. They're enjoying it. We who don't know how to swim, if your brain can work proper, Many things go through your mind. <laughs> so some of you, that's the reason why you don't go to Akusomo to take the, uh, <laughs> how do I, the ferry. Is this still working? Good. They say, oh, we are going for uh, some, 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 this is on the, on the crew. I say, hey, me the are going to go. They are going to do the island. Say, oh, for me. Um, some will go and say, me, I won't sit there. I will stand there and look at you for you. Go and come when you come back. 
So there were fishermen, experienced fishermen, who knows the seas very well, and for an experienced fisherman to be afraid, that means that it's out of control. They lost control, and God will make sure you lose control with all your experience. After losing control, they didn't know what to do. And while they were in trouble, that is the time. What seems to be the problem, Jesus was walking in it. What seems to be your problem, Jesus is going to walk in it. And when they saw Jesus walking on that water in that storm, they never said it was Jesus. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. Now, the fishermen, they know after the water, they don't feel it like a ghost. Even though we're in trouble, there's a bigger trouble coming. This one, no matter how dangerous it is, we may manage because we are fishermen. But this ghost, we don't have solution to that ghost. We have never tried any ghost on the sea before. So now their fear has shifted from the storm and from the sea to the ghost. A ghost is coming. It's just like pain. Sometimes you can be having some pain. When there's a bigger pain somewhere, it swallows the smaller one. You forget that the, <laughs> the smaller one, there's, there's some pain somewhere. Everything is concentrated on one area. So their pain was there. They were looking at Jesus. While they were afraid, Jesus knew they were afraid. They knew this is a ghost. Then look at what happened. For they all saw him and were troubled. They all saw who? They saw the ghost, which was their problem, their, their answer. When they saw their answer, they were troubled. And what? But immediately, I like Jesus. He won't let you have heart attack before he comes in. Immediately, he talked with them and said to them, Be of what? Tell someone and tap the person, be of good cheer. Tap another one. In time of storms, when bigger things seem to overtake your storm, what you need is Christ. And when Christ comes inside, be of good cheer. Christ in this world is the only thing that can bring cheerfulness to this world. You minus Jesus is alas. Continue. For they all saw him, and, but he said, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. God don't want us to be afraid. Then, thank God, one of them still 
have a problem. And said, if it is you. Then he went up into the boat at them, and the wind ceased. And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond. No, no. This is not the one I want to pray. Then one of them, who was afraid, eh, said, if you were the one, just tell me to come. Jesus, if you're the Jesus and not the ghost, ask me to come to you. And he said, Bra, come. Peter jumped. What did Jesus say? Come. He is the beginning. He began the journey. He is the beginning, the author, and the finisher. So when he said come, his word has come out. He initiated Peter in walking on walking on the water. Whatever venture you take, he's the one who will first say come. And once he asks you and say, come, he's the initiator and he's also be the one who will be the finisher. He's the author and he'll be the finisher of it. When Jesus asks you to come, when he speaks his word, the word he speaks to you, he's the one who initiated it. He is also the same person who will bring you to the end of that word. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So who initiated it? Who is the beginning, the author of Peter coming? Jesus. He first invited him. So God first invited you. God first asked the Israelites that you will go to that land. He is the one who initiated. He is the one who will initiate and say, oh, I will make you rich. He initiated it. It's not you. So when you are facing situation on the way, go back to that person. Look to him. Know that he's the author and he's the finisher of it. Anytime God's word comes, he initiated. There's nothing you do. If you do it on your own, you may fail. But if it's Jesus who asked you to do it, you will surely overcome it. So he said, come. And Peter jumped. What happened? Did he come? Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked where? On the water to go to Jesus. Wow! Sometimes we started like the Israelites. They also walked and was going to their their promised land. So he was going to his, there's a goal Peter was going. His goal was to get to Jesus. So his eye was on Jesus. The same way Caleb eye was on that promised land. Whosoever eye is on what God has promised, he will never fail you. But if you take your eyes off, you may fail on the way. So Peter was looking at Jesus. Then something happened. But when he did what? He saw that the what? The wind was what? Boisterous. Didn't Jesus know that the wind will become boisterous? And he asked Peter to come. Didn't God know that there were giants on that land and he promised them that land? 
Didn't he know that there were walls there? The walls they were afraid of was the wall of Jericho. And you saw how God crumbled that wall down. The walls, the big city they were afraid of, God overcame the big city for them. He said, come, and on our way, every promise of God in your life, I pray that you will be able to achieve that promise. But on the way, I want to tell you, there will be storms. Don't take the mistake Peter did was that he took his eyes off from Jesus and looked at the storm. When he jumped on the sea and was looking at Jesus, the storm was the same. It hadn't changed. The storm was there. It is because of the storm that they were afraid. So he jumped on it, but as long as he saw Jesus, he was looking at Jesus, his attention was not on the storm until he turned his attention from Jesus and put his attention on the storm. And that is when he started sinking. But the one who initiated it came in again. The beginning and the finisher of our faith came in. He said, Peter, your faith is failing, but I am still alive. I am still here. Evoli, but when he saw that the wind was bustling, he was afraid and beginning to sing. He cried out saying, Lord, save me. Now he turned his eyes again and looked to the Lord. Because you cannot call him without looking at where he is. So he turned the same way to the same man again. That Lord, yes, I've faltered, I've fallen, but I'm still looking to you. And I know by looking to you, I will not sink. You will help me. And the Lord came this time and held him and brought him up. And immediately, Jesus stretched out what? His hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of what? Little faith. Why? 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 So what made him to sink? What made the Israelites not being able to enter the land? Doubt. Because God has said it. And let me go back to my... Uh, uh, My scripture. He. Said, but the man who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. They have determined the battle. Why they are saying that those people are stronger than the God who says he's taking us. And God saw that this boy, if I try to go with them, they will disgrace me. So let's look at it. And they gave the children of Israel what? What? <coughs> what was the bad report? When God promised you something, and you see the opposite one. 
and you decide to put all your effort on the opposite one, it's a bad report. He said, you are healed. Yeah, it's awful, but I didn't say I walk like that. <laughs> Praise God. He said, you are sold. He said, pastor, after me, this is my life, it can be sold too. Hey! After my temper, no salt can change it. It's no salt. Hey! Everywhere I go, I cause trouble. Say, you are the light. Say, hey, Jesus. Kai. Me, myself, I'm confused more than the word confused. And light is the one that gives direction. How can people know the way through me? No, 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 no. He said, You are more than a conqueror. He said, Hey, me the firm straight, he said, Chungong. The firm said, Tad carpet. And he said, I am more than a conqueror. I've been conquered, and you're coming, I'm more than a conqueror. He says, You are strong. He said, hey, pastor, I'm strong, such a weak person. What did the Bible say you are? Huh? Huh? You are the head, I'm not the tail. He said, hey, pastor, even the tail, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not close to the tail. So there are, sometimes what God says about you, you look at the present condition. Uh, if not that uh, we are a little bit uh, polite, we know what God is saying. That's not what the one who is standing here. More than a conqueror, but they are conquering you. By his tribe. But here I am. Today here, Tomorrow there, the next time here, the next one there. Tell me other, other things the Bible says about you. You are rich. Hmm. <laughs> you are rich. But all your riches is in figures. Artificial figures. Your riches look like financial... Uh, Financial, uh, how do you call it? Riches. It's like a check, a million CD check in your hand, standing before a woman who is, you are hungry, and somebody is uh, making a, is it cocoa or how do you Plantain, roasted plantain, you are hungry, one roasted plantain with one million dollar of check in your hand. And you are hungry. And say, You are rich. Say, sure. We are dying, say, You are rich. <laughs> Truly, you are rich, you have money. <laughs> Just convert the money and use some to buy it. The fact that you cannot use the check to buy the, the plantain doesn't mean that you are poor. You are still rich. Very soon, you convert it. Just go and deposit at the bank. And gradually you get it. So don't look at your present condition. 
and with your million dollar check, don't be tempted that you don't have money now. So you go and steal somebody coins to come and buy. Oh, rich man, you don't do that. God said we are righteous. Hey, pastor. Don't be righteous this year. Is this fasting time that I have reduced some of the sins? <laughs> I can be sure that this time sin has reduced more. That one day I know. So, oh, prophet, is this fasting time of 40 days? The righteousness is on 40 days. After 40 days, I don't know what beholds me on the way. You are still righteous. Amen. You are great. Amen. And they brought a bad report. And anytime there's a bad report, it does not make people rejoice. What the result of every bad result, uh, report is the next, uh, the next scripture. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we had gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. They've disqualified themselves. There we saw the giant, the descendant of Anak, from then the report is saying, we were like what? In where? In where? Let me look at yourself. The way you see yourself, that is what you mirror to other people. You should determine how people should treat you. Don't expect that the world will treat you the way you want them to treat you until you teach them how to treat you the way you want them to treat you. So teach people how to treat you the way you want to be treated. Sometimes people blame external people. Eh, people don't respect me. What? You want people to respect you. They will respect you until you make them to respect you. Huh? If you don't respect me, I respect myself. Don't allow anybody, don't wait for somebody to tell you that you are intelligent. Even some people are very they don't want you to feel like you are intelligent. So even though you are intelligent, they will say you are not intelligent. So let yourself advertise yourself. Mr. Intelligent is coming. Yes. <laughs> this world, the world is full of selfish people. Everybody's looking at his own interests. Every nation is looking at its own interests. And because you think 
he will leave his interest to come and serve your interest? No. So tell him how to treat you. If a young man holds you the way he does, you don't want him to hold, tell the young man, look, I'm a decent woman. This is how you should hold me, touch me. <laughs> young man, the same way to us. If ladies want to take advantage of you in some way, you will allow yourself. Don't let anybody treat you the way he wants. Teach him. Teach him how to treat you. If you see yourself as a grasshopper, people will see you as a grasshopper. That has been the power of Africa. We condemn ourselves. How do you expect outsiders to? To praise you. Are you a grasshopper? So what do you say? You see, they saw themselves. Whatever you see yourself to be, that is what you will be in the eyes of people. Some people don't have, they have nothing. Some people, they have nothing. But the way they carry and say, you think they're millionaires. <laughs> and they get to your place. Sometimes this guy is poor. But he comes the way he carries himself. You will take your money and take care of him, feed him. So you rush, he only knows. <laughs> he walks and behaves like, he knows how to behave like a millionaire, and he saw himself as a millionaire. And you too, you saw him as a millionaire. <laughs> so you are treating him like a millionaire. Now there's somebody who is a millionaire who is behaving like a poor man, and you throw him away. What do you see? So whatever you see yourself, that's the way people will see yourself. Don't expect people to see you differently from how you see yourself. If you're a Christian, you're bold. See yourself as a bold person. And people will say, hey, okay, we're bold. We've been taught in Africa that humility is. And whenever people say, oh, pastor, come and dedicate my small, uh, how do you call it? My humble abode. I know it's not humble. <laughs> it's the opposite. If you have a very nice house, tell me, pastor, I built a nice house. Let me come. And sometimes people say, come and 
dedicate your, my humble body. And immediately he said that, you look, okay, let me go. When you're you are not even properly prepared because if it's a two-bedroom, but for now I'm surprised. Because you created the impression. So he also took it lightly. Some people like, go, hey, pastor, I've built some nice house, come. <laughs> hey, Jesus. <laughs> come and educate my nice house. And the way he will talk to you, if you don't understand, you will leave everything and follow him. <laughs> you follow him. Only petrol. Then you give him... <laughs> You give him a lift. Then you pass left, pass right. Say, hey, here now you go. You move like this, move left and right. You go, 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 go. Rough goes on the center. You, then you can't start. There's water in here. We have to stand and walk across. <laughs> Go there, uh, one bedroom, <laughs> uncompleted. But the way he painted the picture, he put vim and courage in you. So you saw him as such. So, whatever picture you paint, that is what people will see you. Let's paint good picture. When people come to this church, let's paint good picture to them. That just the picture of Jesus Christ. Amen. And let them see the character of Christ in this church. Amen. And that is what we ought to do. As you do that, people will see the church like Christ. Amen. And when they heard it, Finally, what happened? The grasshoppers, so all the congregation lifted up their voices to praise the Lord. And what? And cried, and the people wept that night. Hey, good news has come. What they have been waiting for 40 years. It is time for them. I call the place a place of decision. Where they should have entered, they missed it. This was a moment of decision to enter and to take what belonged to them, but they missed it forever. In fact, they were ready, God was ready to take them in to possess it, but they were not ready to take it. Are you like them? It had to take them 40 years. Is it 40 years? For all the cockroaches, grasshoppers, caterpillars to die. God had to remove 
all those infectious doubters. Because the land is not a land for doubters. It's a land of faith. A land, and it takes men and women of faith to possess that land. Doubters don't enter in. Heaven is not for unbelievers. It is for believers. So they have to wait for 40 years for all of them to be wiped off for a new generation. It took only the two human beings. The, the only people who said they were not grasshoppers were Caleb and Joshua. So God had to wait. When they died, it is only two of them that remain because they did not see themselves as grasshoppers. Grasshoppers, insecticide is good for them. They wept all night. If you were God, you, if you were God, how will you feel? Oh, look at yourself. If you were God, you've seen all this prospect. You promised your children. You showed them all miracles on the way. You've turned this into, what haven't they seen? Huh? They said they want meat. Or everything that you divided the Red, uh, the Red Sea. They didn't have strength. What army did they have to get themselves free from the hands of the strongest king called Pharaoh? So why are they afraid of this one? God has shown himself strong before. You've shown himself. Sometimes I think God, if I were God, I'll be frustrated with I think God got frustrated with them. He was so frustrated. Ah, let's move and people don't want to move. Don't let God be frustrated with the church. If he gets frustrated with the church, he will choose another generation and use them to do what he wants to do. So, as we walk here, let's trust God so that we can enter into his rest. They wept all night. And when they finished, do you know what they wanted to do? So, all the, and all the children of Israel complained against what? You see, when you enter into doubt, complaints start. Against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in the wilderness, they are always, their heart is always in, 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 in Egypt. Some of you are born again. All the time you still want to be a non-believer. The things you do as a believer is still attract you. When you face a little trouble, hey, when I was an unbeliever, you see, things were not like this. Oh. Now I become a believer. Look at what? They said we should stop this. And, say, and look at that. Now, 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 look at what they are suffering. <laughs> complain here, complain there. That is the children of Israel. So they blame this. And the next thing is that they decided to take ringleaders. Choboy! 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 We are going back. <laughs> <laughs> Why had the Lord brought us to the land to fall by the sword that, uh, that our wives and children should become victims? Will it not be better for us to return to Egypt? 
So they said to one another, let us do what? Let us do what? When rebellion comes, the first thing they do is to get chief rebel who will lead them to destroy themselves. Say, let's get somebody. This Moses, every time he say, God, he comes, he says, I've gone to this place. And meanwhile, they have seen all those signs. Let's leave them. Let's select a new one where God can speak to them. And we don't want anybody to go, God to go and tell, go back again. No, we want a one whose mind is thick. When we are going, we are going. So they decided to. Uh, Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Oh, or my Moses Ayebasa. Moses started, Moses Moses always fall before God. Now he's now falling before the people. He said, oh, he knows where they're going. Sometimes your father knows where you're going. You don't know that this thing is good for you. And he said, this is what I don't want to do. And Moses said, I beg you, don't rebel. I beg you, don't rebel. I know where you're going. God has said it. You've seen the seed of it. And sometimes the fathers will cry for you. This is good for you. Anytime. Your pastor that didn't hate you. When he says stop doing something. He loves you. And say, oh, I want to go to the well. He'll fall before him. Please don't go, I beg you. I want to divorce my husband. I want to divorce my wife. He said, I beg you, don't divorce. The children are there. The family are there. Look, you can work it out. You can work it out. And that's why they are crying. And you see what is happening. Moses have to fall before them. Then what then happened? But Joshua, the son of Nam, I love Joshua. And Caleb, the son of Jephna, they mentioned their father's name. That's good. <laughs> so also all about training Put faith in your son. Put faith in your children. So that when God is mentioning their name, they will add your name to it. <laughs> so it also helps us to train our children in faith. Who were among those who have spied out the land, tore their clothes. I love it. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. To every land, it has got two stories. It has got the good side, and it has got the battle side. So it will depend upon which promise, which, what you are looking at. Either you are looking at the problem in your life or you are looking at the solution in your life. Which one are you looking at? He said, look, we have seen the solution. So he quieted the people and I thank God. He said, wow, yay, yay. And he's trying to build. If the Lord delights in us, tell somebody the Lord delights in me. Then he will bring us into the land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. They will always quote what God said. Look, this is what God has said. There's a land that is flowing with milk and with honey. And it is for you. It is for me. It is for you. Today, by the time you finish this fasting, you should be able to enter your land. So go and read the rest. They only told them not to do something and go and read it. And that will be a portion. So today, God always gives a promise. 
to everything we do, even the word we preach, God gives a promise. But the promise to the end of the promise, there are other storms, there are giants, but don't look at the giant, don't look at the problem. Look at what God has said and hold on to that. And one day you'll get your testimony, your great testimony. God bless you. We have come.